Friends, we sang the beautiful Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Right? It's a beautiful psalm. Oh, abandoned me. Right? So Jesus in the gospel, in the passion reading says, why have you forsaken me? And the responsible psalm says, why have you abandoned me? It's been the same we're entering this Passion Week today, the very word passion resonates what's happening to our lives right at this moment. Friends, suffering and love are intertwined. Love and suffering are intertwined. God so loved the world that he let his only son suffer so greatly. And we will be meditating on the sufferings of Jesus, on his passion. We read the passion of our Lord and how he suffers time and again, humiliations. But if you have listened to Prophet Isaiah, the first reading he says the grace of God will lead me through this to, through these challenging times the psalmist too while he feels or she feels abandoned or forsaken the psalmist knows that God is going to Finally, make all things beautiful. The gospel, we hear the whole passion of Jesus. But we know that with Easter Sunday, Jesus will be raised from the dead. In the scriptures, we've heard Jesus talking about how a disciple is to follow him. How does he say, come after me? He says, take up your cross and follow me. Take up your cross and follow me. Suffering is terrible. I met family, we prayed over the body of this young man who died recently. There were just three of us, mother, brother, and a relative, and myself. I saw the pain, the grief, the sorrow, the heartbrokenness in this family. This week I also met a woman whose husband has the addiction to alcohol. And while being sheltered in home, and in that situation, to have an addiction in the family, it's a lot of suffering, it's a lot of grief, it's a lot of pain. These moments are terrible. I talk to a man, he calls me often, and he tells me, how it is so hard for him, especially these days, 
not to go to a place where he finds comfort, security, rejuvenation because of his mental illness, but he's locked at home, sheltered at home. He can't get out. I know there is so much more suffering around us, but suffering is always met with love, is always met with love. Think about the men and women who are putting their lives at risk at this time while they're caring for the people who are tested positive with COVID-19. They're not giving up. Love is stronger than suffering. The love of our neighbor is greater than the suffering that we, we foresee that we might encounter. But we take a risk. Just did just that. Even though he was in the form of God, Paul says in the letter to the Philippians, this Sunday's second reading, he did not count equality with God, but was obedient to the Father's will, was obedient to the Father's plan. He trusted in the plan of his Father for the greater good that was going to come through his own suffering. Just like these men and women on front lines, doctors, nurses, medical professionals, all healthcare workers, surely putting their life at risk. For what? So that someone, someone's life will be saved. That's the greatness that you find and that's when the suffering and love meet together. And love overpowers suffering and brings comfort to those that suffer. The whole world suffers at this time. Jesus was lifted up on the cross. He suffered and he died a terrible death. Today we soberly contemplate Jesus Christ who entered into the holy city of Jerusalem. They said, Hosanna to the Lord God of David, son of David, Hosanna. And then the same people said, crucify him. Jesus continued his journey while he knew what was at stake as they tortured him. He knew that this suffering will end up in salvation. That this death will end up in resurrection. We know the whole world is shut down. It's unfathomable that the whole world is shut down. This COVID-19. And under that background, we're entering this holiest of the week, the Passion Week, as Christians all over the world. There is so much suffering around. Families suffer with loss of jobs. We've been getting requests. They suffer from high 
anxiety, of uncertainty that we are living right now and the uncertainty of the future. Our family members who have underlying health conditions cannot get easy access to the doctors, nurses, medical assistants for their treatment is now delayed. They suffer too. And they, their families suffer with them. The family members who take care of them suffer with them at this time. We suffer from lack of patience while we all hunkered in one home. Children, teenagers, youth, this is a hard time for you, I understand. You can't go out, play with your friends, you can't go to school, be with your friends, play ball, relax with your friends, have conversations, laughter, study with them. Your teachers are suffering too. While they're not able to see you and instruct you and study, help you study and learn, gain knowledge, wisdom, understanding, they're suffering as well. Parents see you suffering at this moment while not able to get out and go to work with the normal, the routine that we've been used to this decades, you suffer as well. The teachers don't see their classrooms, the students don't see their classrooms while you learn from distant digital learning. It's not the same. It's not the same. Because human beings want to relate to each other. We want to be in close proximity, proximity and talk to each other. We want to feel the, the vibes in each other. And that's not happening around friend circles and schools and colleges and universities and places of work and places of recreation. This past several weeks now, you Catholics have been deprived of your right to receive the Eucharist in Holy Communion, to come to church and to pray as a community. You suffer too. I know you do. I know receiving Jesus in uh, as, as spiritual communion is beautiful, is wonderful, but it's not the same. I know you suffer during this time of being locked down. But you all, we all do this for greater good because we love, because we love our neighbor, because we want to keep everyone safe, because we want to defeat this pandemic and get, get past it, because we trust God, because we know He has not forsaken us. He has not abandoned us, even in these trying times, uncharted waters. The RCA candidates, the elect, think about them. They've been waiting for the moment to happen starting this week with the Passion Week. 
waiting for these individual sacraments. Caleb, Carissa, Dustin, I'm thinking of you. Anita and your children who are going to be baptized, we are thinking of you. Howard, Debbie, and all our young adults and youth, especially from our Hispanic community that went through this whole time formation, I know you suffer at this time. But we will receive those sacraments. We will make sure you get those sacraments. The church makes sure you will receive those sacraments. This hunger only will last a little while. So you see, everybody is suffering. Christ suffers. He suffers with us. God weeps with us. God also journeys with us in these trying times. So friends, the absence of fond- the absence creates fondness having been deprived to receive Jesus in Holy Communion in the sacrament. Think about those kids who were preparing for Holy Communion and weren't to receive it, maybe Easter Vigil or on the Sunday after Easter Sunday. Think about the excitement they were in, looking forward, counting days. I know you suffer of being deprived of this Holy Eucharist, to receive on Divine Mercy Sunday, but you too, while we go through this period of suffering and this period of patience, you too will receive your Holy Communion. And that will be so much, that will be such a profound act that will give us so much joy because we hungered for the Lord amidst and through these trials and uncertainties. And we will come out strong in our faith because absence creates foreignness for all of us Christian Catholics. Suffering is effective. Suffering is fruitful. Jesus shows us why we should accept this time of trial and suffering and make it redemptive. Make it redemptive suffering. Friends, We move forward. We move forward in hope, knowing that the joy of the resurrection awaits us. And like Jesus, we too will be victorious. Victorious over darkness and over this virus and soon enjoy this communion with each other. Soon enjoy this fullness of life while we continue to be blessed even though we feel the discomfort the greater joy awaits us let us enter this passion week with such an attitude of mind and a firm faith in the power of God's grace and his love for his children because where there is suffering there is greater love At the name of Jesus, 
Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the King of glory. Now and forever. You sing that song so beautifully. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess Him, King of glory now. Jesus is Lord, and He's King of glory. He's King of our hearts. He's King of our lives. So do not be afraid. Let's continue in our faith. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Friends, thank you for joining us once again this live streamed Mass and spiritual communion. We all feel the pain and suffering of each other, but for greater good, we do the sacrifice. I want you also to think and sacrifice while we all suffer together because you love your church to continue to support your church because God will never be outdone in generosity. These are testing times for all of us. So also for your Catholic church. So also for your St. John, the Apostle Church. While we continue to minister each day, even during this lockdown, I hope you will do your part, your sacrifice while you suffer because you love your church, because you love Christ, because you want to continue worshiping Jesus in this sacred place. I want to thank all of you. Some of you have even exceeded your normal giving because you know how testing these times are. I want to thank you for that. I want to thank all of you that are considering continuing your sacrificial giving to the church. You can give it through your envelope, just mail it to us, or you can sign up through Faith Direct. The information is on our website. I urge you to take the sleep of faith because God provides for those who trust in Him. God never abandons us, He never forsakes us. Thank you. I want to thank all the ministers for this solemn Mass, the Palm Sunday of the Passion of our Lord. I want to thank our altar service, Maddie and Abby. I want to thank their parents. I want to thank our lectors, Don LeBlanc and Ryan Maynard. I want to thank our cantor, Laura LaFrance, pianist Rick Marlin. I want to thank Maria Holmes for live streaming this Holy Mass. I want to thank Corinne, Becca, Jaime, Mary Haluska, a whole staff and faculty. They're working very hard to continue keeping the faith in front of us. I'm so grateful to each one of them and each one of you for your faith. We enter this holy week. Let us enter with deep faith. Let us know that suffering will, overcome, will be overcome by love, love of God and love of neighbor. 